Hi! I let you do it this time. I let you run the pod. I, I usually just scream something well, like, you, right away. You kind of did. You said a word, but it was basically a scream. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a little more sensical than usual, at least. Welcome to the Virtual Homework Podcast. Yeah, we're the pod boys. Two peas in a pod. Pod boys. Uh, I'm a pod man. You called me uh, D-boy earlier. I am D-man. Thank you very much. Isn't, isn't a D-boy like a drug dealer? Uh, duffel bag boy. Lil Wayne? Yeah. It's a good song. This is Virtual Homework Podcast, yeah, where we talk about your virtual homework that you're going to have in the fall semester, since all classes are forcibly going online. back to school, whether you like it or not. Oh, shit. That's not what I meant. Well, anyway, <laughs> theme song. What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> this is... <laughs> We gotta we gotta do a greeting at least three times so we can cut out like the the best one. One one day we're just gonna have a podcast that's like thirty five minutes of just us saying "Yo, what's up, guys?" and it's gonna be what's really up, good. guys? Welcome to the fucking thing. All right, well, this is a virtual homework. <laughs> <laughs> what did we play today? What did we play today, Sam? Uh, well, we played Papers, Please. But before we get into that, I have a little bit of follow up. Uh, so we we like to play a game. But usually we don't actually get to finish it. Did you play? I don't know why I'm asking. Did you play? You played a little bit more of the witness, right? I played. Let's, let's a get into that a lot little bit more. more. Of the witness. Yeah. So this was a little bit of a unique situation for uh, the virtual homework podcast. After the podcast where we discussed the witness, uh, Dana actually played through the entire game. I was sitting there through it, watching him on Twitch, a little bit on Discord, helping him out, but mainly just watching him play it. I enjoyed the game, but I feel like the game only got better over time. Yeah, it, I, I definitely 100% agree. Because, like, in the beginning, I was just like, eh. Like, the more and more I played it, like, the more I just fucking loved it. And it was a blast sitting there with you just, like, solving shit. This is genuinely a good streaming game, I think. Like, if, like, see your favorite streamer fucking, you know, knock his head against this shit, I think that'd be really fun to watch. The one thing I really regret when I was talking about this game on the podcast last week is that I said, this is probably a stupid speedrun. I watched the speedrun, and it was legitimately, like, super... In- so, like, we mentioned, like, oh, you could uh, do a lot of these puzzles from super far away. And, like, they're literally, like, doing these puzzles. Like, you can't even see the puzzle, and, they're like, they're solving these complicated puzzles in, like, two seconds. It's actually really, really cool to watch, and it's, it's really optimized. So, I actually... I recommend watching the speedrun if you played this game. I've done a complete 180 in that regard. I actually never... I should have watched the speedrun. I don't know why I didn't. I think it's because I still have some puzzles left. I didn't want it to spoil it, but I mean, I don't think I'm going to go back to it. Like, I got everything I needed to out of it. Top three game for me easily, but I think I got what I needed out of it. Yeah, it's actually a 15-minute run, like the the intended way to beat it, not like a glitched way or anything yeah. like that. Are, are there glitches in it and stuff, though? Like... Um, I if, if there are, honestly, I couldn't tell because it was so fast-paced. <laughs> But but you said top three. Uh, you you originally rated this game a nine out of ten. Would you would you still say that or would you like like higher? like a, I guess it would be a ten out of ten because it's like people say like oh nothing's good enough for a ten out of ten. But like I don't know like probably still like a nine or ten. Like it's 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 in there. Damn. We, well, you would you would think we played the witness two weeks in a in a row, but instead we played a game called papers please which is actually super popular and you probably know what it is glory to aristoka i will say though 
tough act to follow considering we've literally done nothing except uh jack off the matrix the matrix the witness uh <laughs> jack off yeah all i did this entire week was jack off to the matrix it's fucking neo flying around the witness the matrix same thing you said you scrambled to pick this game uh you you scramble in general to pick games i do uh as as opposed to me the intellectual with you, you with have lists, like lists of like long. super like well thought out games like this game right here is a classic i've been this has been on my list and i'm just like fuck it i play the same mmo for a decade my list is literally like looking at a game and be like ah okay whatever maybe we played papers please this week which is a really unique really uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say it good indie game yeah um made by one person apparently it's got catchy music and by music i mean two tones like bah, bah, bah. But you you basically play the role of a passport border patrol agent in a I guess communist country, yeah. totalitarian state, and you you let people into the state or out of the state. There is a semblance of a plot. Uh, I I got about halfway through the game. I think I'm at like day sixteen or something like that. You need to let as many people as you can per day in, uh, so your family doesn't starve. But it gets more and more complicated every day. You start in, and you're just allowing people with uh, certain passports in. Uh, then it's, oh, you need a certain passport and an ID card. Uh, then you need an entry permit. And you have to make sure every single thing on these documents are impeccable. It gets to the point where it's kind of a headache. I actually, oh, yeah. the reason why I stopped playing. It, it becomes too much. Yeah, it, it's honestly just too much. And that's the point. I, I feel like the point of this game is to like, A, B, A, a B A no A it's like a satire of communist states where it's like oh there's complicated re- uh, yeah, yeah, regulations yeah. that don't but actually it's solve like anything. supposed to be it's intentionally much of a headache to show how difficult it is you know for foreign nationals to get into like a communist country because basically this is like a, it's a comparison to like communist Russia in the early eighties uh, you know there's like terrorist attacks on other countries outside of it so they're limiting people who are coming in. So the country that you work for, Aristoka, they're starting to allow people in, which you are the guy who basically says who and who doesn't come in. And like you said, there are little plot points. You know, there's like a like a shadow cabal. There's like some random old dude who keeps trying to break in. You know, I like that old dude. I let him in. Did you let him in? No, you didn't let him in. He gives you like a little coin. Spoilers, but I I don't know what the coin does. He's my bro, old um, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think, like I said, I think it's intentional to be a headache to go through all these things to match, like, make sure the dates match, make sure the country they're coming from matches, like, the issuing city with all this stuff. Um, it's a very unique game, that's for sure. There's really nothing like it. Yeah, there there really is nothing like it. Like, you know, first of all, what game do you play a border patrol agent? Secondly, like, which game do you, like, deal with, like, looking at documents and, like, seeing if they're falsified? It, it was really well made and that i got into a rhythm and like i actually was able to understand like Mm -hmm. uh what i needed to do what i didn't need to do uh at least until it got too much like i felt like i could do this without any documentation it gives you like a book of what is correct like hypothetically if someone has a fake uh city of birth and like there's like five different countries that they could be coming from and like each country has a list of cities where a password could be issued eventually i was like oh this is a correct city in this one country and i was like able to in my mind to do it it. you get into a rhythm and it's pretty cool but something that's weirdly uncool 
Like, I remember I was going to the options, because usually a game will start in full screen, and I hate playing games on full screen. I usually like playing on yeah. windowed. <laughs> I know um, where you're going. <laughs> yeah. The, the, like, the third option down, it's like, oh, windowed mode? Sure. Uh, sound on nudity and i'm like oh where's where's the nudity yeah where's the nudity in this game and and so one of the things in this game is hypothetically if you suspect someone of being a terrorist you can uh take photos of them and they're nude photos but they're like it's not they're very unflattering yeah yeah they're not like like, it's not hot yeah, I kind of wish I chose like no nudity in this game. I'll, I'll say that much, but I didn't, and I saw a pixelated, old fat Soviet penis. So you know, it's all in a day's work. It is all in a day's work. But something about this game, I, I I didn't beat it, and I could see myself going back and beating it at some point, just because it doesn't seem that long. It, it's one of those games where um, like it, 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 like I, I got I about, looked into I think it. I got it's about half. It is. There's okay, twenty I, I, endings. Like I, 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 like briefly before the podcast looked into how long the speed run is. Just like the nineteenth ending, like the later endings, is like a three and a half hour speed run. Now imagine I'm not surprised knowing, about that. Now imagine knowing the answers and like plowing through it. Like the the thing about this game, I thought about it from a speed run perspective, and I don't think it like that three and a half hour mark doesn't really. Uh, scare me just due to the fact that this game is essentially one giant auto scroller the way that this game works is that you have a single day uh cycle where you essentially you're timed to get as many people through the door as possible mm-hmm. uh if if you mess up you lose money but you get five dollars per person you let in correctly yeah. or uh deny correctly uh so yeah, of course, from a speedrun aspect, like, this game is going to be relatively long because you can't speed up that day and no, you actually need to get same. as many people there as possible. Yeah, I, I didn't really so, think. Yeah, you're right. It's No matter what, it's going to be long. But just in general, it's not. Uh, it's just a long game, I feel. Yeah, so I, I did look this look into it. There's The game takes place over a course of a month, so you have 30 of these cycles. I got to cycle 16. Nice. So I could see myself at least beating this once. I don't see myself going back and doing 20 endings. That seems I only like got a to little cycle much. Nine. Um, but this game definitely scratches an itch, and you—they know they scratch an inch by an inch. Uh, they know they scratch an itch by the fact that they have an, an endless mode as well, where you could basically just do the yes. whole. Yes. Uh, like the get everyone difficulty, in it gets harder out. and harder, and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an interesting concept. There's not really much like it in the world. I think that the art and sound design is actually fantastic for how simplistic it is. Like like you said, you th- has like the best soundtrack of just like two notes, but it's so um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like atmospheric almost, or like the little sound effects, like the noises of the um, like the bullhorn you yell out of, like the people's voices and stuff like that. Um, it, it's all very cool, and I like the artwork a lot too. Well, you know it's atmospheric when they literally make a movie based on this game. They they made a short film based on Papers Please. And you you could see it on like the Steam really? store page, but more than that, I did not know that. Like, I I knew about this game for years, but I never played it. And the reason I did is because there's a very popular Mega sixty four sketch on Papers Please, that that I I saw that yeah. years ago. I saw it, like five years ago. I didn't realize they were like literally taking, like I I thought they were just like kind of embellishing on the plot. Like they basically just use the plot points. It's no. like literally the same game. I'm like oh, this makes a lot more sense now. And they literally use the soundtrack. And I was I was pretty happy yeah. about that. That was. A, it made the video better to me, but like I, I, it made me excited to play it, and I enjoy that video more. So I'm, I'm happy you chose this. Is there anything you didn't like about the game? I, I guess it was intentional, but it got a little overcomplicated. Yeah, 
Um, there are some times when you're like, you spend all this time thinking, oh, I got it. And then that anxiety that hits when a guy goes past and you hear that like rrr, 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 of like the sheet coming up saying that you fucked up. Like that gave me like horrible anxiety, like just waiting for the guy to get past the checkpoint. So I don't have that. Cause yeah, I it's think like I a five up. second window. And like, oh. even if even if you're pretty confident, you still have that like, oh, I probably messed up. And the 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 one thing I feel like I learned this from the witness as well. I learned this about myself. Like when it comes to puzzle games, I'm not gonna say this is necessarily a puzzle game. It has some puzzle aspects. It's kind of like a detective game almost. But uh, yeah, I just felt that like at a certain point, my my brain shuts down and I just don't want to do the puzzle. It was the same way in the witness, where it's just like, eh, this is too complicated. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go away. I literally shut out the game when they added like a seventh thing that I had to inspect. I'm just like, eh, I don't feel yeah. like doing this anymore. Like, it's not necessarily repetitive. It's just like you said, it just gets a little overbearing. I mean, it's not bad, like in that sense. It's just like you just need to take a break and then come back, and then you're like, okay. Yeah, so I'm not even going to say it's a flaw in the game. I'm going to say it's just a flaw in my character. Getting deep so into this, this, I definitely don't think this is a all play in one sitting type game. Probably more along the lines of, you know, maybe take a couple afternoons to play through it casually uh, because your head might uh, do the big hurt. The big hurt. So, yes. yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely consider it a good game. I I might come back to it. I mean, the the, the way that this podcast works, like, you're st- <laughs> have you been playing Psychonauts? Yeah. No, I do. I played, like, fucking 30 hours of The <laughs> Witness. Like, I'm, like, gamed out for a minute. Yeah, so the way like, that... My brain is literally melted. We want to play these games. We just can't. It's 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 life, but yeah, it's a pretty good game. Probably rated a four out of ten, two out of five. Yeah, Wait, four <laughs> out of ten. Two, isn't that what that fucking yeah. uh, reporter rated the witness? Yeah. So like... we were, I was, I was just like looking into reviews of the witness because like I wanted to see like if if it was truly a good game or not because I can't decide for myself. I need other people to validate. I, I my need opinions. other people's opinions. Yeah. But I I just came across like one like a re- like by. Like, game weekly or like some some random game some magazine random that like is is popular enough to be a metacritic i'm like oh they gave it a four out of ten why and like they just praise the game and there's like, too hard though four out of ten yeah it upset it's me. like the same people that did like i think we were talking about it like that cuphead run where they couldn't get past like the fucking uh tutorial sometimes sometimes if the tutorial is not good enough you you should rate the game like a five out of ten that's just how it is <laughs> no, I think they gave the game like one out of ten because they couldn't beat the tutorial. Because I think a lot of these journalists, are, like they're not gamers, they're just like journalists who review. They're games. just journalists who couldn't get a like a hard hitting journalism job at yeah, the so, New York so they, Times. Like, review games, <laughs> or they did get a job in New York Times, so they got in the ja- the game division. That'd be pretty sick. I would I would like that. Besides the imminent threat to my my profession, but uh, <laughs> like <laughs> I I feel like. There are just so many reviews that are inconsistent. You can single out one that is annoying or wrong or, or like just stupid or however you want to you put a spin on it. You know, they're just like inconsolable and like you you address the points that they're talking about and they're like it's whatever because like you know they're just trying to get views. Like the one that I always think of, and maybe this is a bad one to say. Oh, they're just trying to get views because this came out kind of before the internet was huge, but. Game Informer giving Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door a six out of ten because yeah, when that game's a masterpiece. Yes, yeah, they they said oh the dialogue's bad, it's not a good story, and I'm like eh, that's like literally the one thing people praise, and like the person has the person has gone on to like, I think they did eventually 
say that they were wrong, but like I I remember reading interviews with them and they're just like it's it's bad. What do you want me to say? It's like oh well. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just pissed about the Paper Mario getting <laughs> six out of ten of Game Informer. I remember. Uh, I remember. Did you actually get like Game Informer, like the actual magazine? I I never was into Game Informer, but I knew a lot of people into Game Informer, and like they were super like into it. Like they, everyone I know with Game Informer like collected Game Informers and had them for like multiple years. I still have all my Nintendo powers. I have all my uh, Game Pros. I have my Game Informers, my PC Weeklies, and stuff like that. Those magazines were fucking dope. Like this was like I guess like pre-internet time. This was like pre more uh, more advertisement than page, like in, in a magazine. Yeah. The, the, it was just like ninety percent like passion of people who play the shit out of these games, review them. Like that's how I found out about games like Rival Schools or like like even like other games coming out that were just like really cool. I mean, I remember Nerdy Nestor at least, right? I don't know what the fuck that isn't is. Isn't like Nintendo Power that like comic? With the dude, ne- oh, I, I don't remember that. I just remember uh, if you have all the Nintendo powers next to each other, it makes like an image on the uh, uh, what's the word the spine. It transports you back cool. to nineteen oh one. When except mine are all bent and it sucks. How do you what except, just from like storage? Yeah, sucks to be you. I only uh, <laughs> worth money. I only they're like worth like eight bucks a piece, and I have like the first like yeah. I I remember like I saw like something on eBay where like they were trying to like sell the first and last ones, and they were going for like a decent chunk, and I was actually surprised about that. I I only had one. I had the Dreamcast official magazine, which ran for like a year. So like. You were like super Dreamcast fan. You like you were the kid that had Dreamcast. I didn't know a single kid that had Dreamcast. I mean, the thing is, I actually so all those Dreamcast magazines came with demo discs, which are apparently like relatively rare. Like I could probably sell those for a decent ch- chunk, but no, I'm these are my demo discs. Okay, I could do an entire podcast on how good demo discs were back in the day at advertising. So like they were also just like a good value of i i guess technically free like i remember i played san Fr- san francisco rush 2049 stunt mode which uh had like unlimited i i literally played it for like hours just on the demo like off the demo off the disc, demo disc free, right? and like like i didn't even need to buy the game i'm just like this this stunt mode is dope i don't want to race so let me play a stunt mode i remember getting um from game pro i got uh it was like one of those playstation monthly shits and had Ridge Racer on it, and that game is fucking awesome. It's Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. And then, I, and then I went to Blockbuster, and then I asked for it, and they're like, oh, I've never heard of that game, and I was really, really upset, and I started crying. <laughs> crying in a GameStop. Loser. Or Blockbuster, sorry. Or did, did, I think you actually said that, and I just said GameStop. Cause... Do you remember, like, uh, EV Games or, like... No. Uh, they had Funko Land, no. dude. Funko Land, that was the shit. I, I think I'm a little. You're too yeah, young. I, I, I shopped at Toys R Us. Remember the game section in Toys R Us? Yeah, they post those pictures on, uh, on Reddit, and they're like, "Do you remember the game section at Toys R Us?" And then people are like, "Oh yeah, I do. Ten thousand uploads." That I that could have been me, but instead Did I. Did you like get like a massively upvoted post like a little while ago? Yeah, but it was like some uh, gaming controversy regarding hearthstone boring stuff blizzard being the worst company alive it's fine i will never stop supporting them because i'm in a toxic relationship just how it is yeah i mean that's literally (laughs) you just summed up why the gaming community is fucking uh profitable 
I we like literally. I, I don't think anyone enjoys any game they play. Like D- League of Legends players hate the game. World of Warcraft players hate the game. Hearthstone players hate the game. Dota players hate their game. Uh, you know, CS:GO players hate the, the Witness game. players Fortnite love players, their game though. They do, unless you rate it two out of ten because it's too hard because you have the big dumb. Want to know? Uh, speaking of things I hate, like just the worst things alive. Uh, you might know. You're familiar. So hundred gex just released a new album they're they're the worst band alive like everything they make is just like terrible trash that like no human okay so you see me tweet out like three in the morning how much i'm enjoying so so now you get a ride so yeah like like there's this band called 100 gex and they've never released a good uh song ever and so they just released a new album and i listened to it and of course like track record Nothing they make is good, and they're just about the worst band alive. Anyone who listens to them, I don't, I don't understand, and I just, it makes me upset that there are people so who would much. listen to this trash You're for lack of a better term. Me. Okay, so get to get to the point. No, that was the point. We're done. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I their new album is fucking I haven't sick. Listened it to has it. like there's like there's like speedcore in it. There's like uh, they call it hyper pop because it's just like. It's insanity. I love it. I mean, the the small amount of truth there is that, like, you were like, oh, you should really listen to 100 Gex. I think you'd like them. And then I listened to, the, like, Smash Me with a Mallet in my mouth hole or whatever it's called. And uh, it was okay. The new stuff. How do, you, how do you like your favorite band's only okay? Straight up. It's okay. Not So something I taught myself many, many years ago, not everybody uh, likes 100 Gex. Likes everything that you do. There will be people that like and or dislike things that you like and or dislike, and that's okay. Uh, they're just little bitches, and you should just get beyond it instead of you know being pissed off. The thing that I because I do I, I spent years just being pissed off at the internet, man. Like I'm over it. The the thing that I taught myself like around it was like 2006 or 2007 ish, like when I was like on all these PHBB forums, just like just being a little shitter, and like people were just responding to me, like telling me like really. Like, oh, you're annoying, you should leave our community. Like, oh, like you're worthless, all that stuff. Like, the thing that I really solidified during this time is that anyone who listens to 100 Gex doesn't deserve a platform. I hate you so much. <laughs> That's... Uh, sp- speaking of being annoying on forums, so I was on this forum. Uh, it's called hell.obwebsite.com. It, it was uh, pink and had strobing lights on it. And uh, what happened was I got shadow banned from it. I didn't realize. So every message I post, it was just like uh, random like Pikachu noises. So I was like trying to have conversations with first people for over a year, being 12 years old, um, not realizing that I was just saying Pika Pikachu. <laughs> and that's I, all anyone else ever so saw. So like the context for this is I remember I, I, I just like finished uh, editing our last episode and we like talked about like forums we had like over 10,000 posts on and you're like oh yeah hell dot whatever i had like 10 12,000 or 16,000 posts how many of these were pikachu noises uh, probably like uh, like 5,000 oh no <laughs> oh that's a lot of thousand <laughs> that's like oh no i'm sorry man it happens uh, that was actually linked to like some old flash animation i miss flash animation dude like do you ever get into that, like, back in the day? Well, I never, really... like, got into, like, making Flash animation, but Homestar Runner is one of the, my favorite things on the internet. And, like, I, that's not, like, a controversial opinion. Like, if you if you watch no. Flash animation back in, like, 2003, you, you were a Homestar Runner fan. That's just how it was. Do that or, like, Newgrounds and, like, some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing about Newgrounds is I feel like they, they were too edgy for their own good. It's just, like, 
Oh yeah. No matter. That I mean that was the entire internet yeah. at the time. You know, it was like you know, uh, uh, knife to the face. You know. Or it's like you uh, accidentally uh, watch like uh, Chuck Norris uh, jizz on everyone in the Ultimate Orgy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just how it is. You you that, you, that you don't seek out that video. It just it just so happens you're on new grounds and like three clicks away you're. Let me tell you, some of those hentai dating sims, like those really those made me changed your life. Those made you the man you are today. I I just wish that um. With the growth of the internet and, like, ad revenue and stuff like that, I feel like a lot of the Flash artists got left in the dust. And I feel like I, I really wish they could have gotten mo- uh, monetized better and uh, reimbursed better for their work. Because the amount of work that goes into, like, those five-minute animations that some of those people, that's, like, months of work, literally. And they literally made, like, nothing off of it. And even to this day, they make, like, nothing off of it. Well, I mean, so I've, I've always been a proponent of, like, trying to find different like business model like i don't know why i'm saying like i've always been a proponent of this like because i i haven't like put this into action but i feel like a lot of these people take it the wrong way i mean i i understand like i wish youtube as well had an algorithm that supported animation but it's just not going to be the case i feel like people rely too much on algorithms to support themselves like you you actually see a lot of these animators that you are literally talking about these people who were actually making bank when YouTube had an algorithm that was based on view count instead of uh, minutes watched. They've gone on Patreon. They've gone on uh, sites that like go directly to their fans, oh, yeah. and they're getting supported that way. And I think that's probably a better better way to do it with oh, merch. Absolutely. And because if if you have good content, people are going to support you. Yeah. So I'm I'm honestly a little bit proud. Like I I wish they were making money with YouTube, but I feel like people have to unshackle themselves from from the oppressors okay from the youtubes of the world like if your entire business model is based on an algorithm which i know i i know i'm able to like say this because i am not famous from a youtube perspective even though uh let's just say our psychonauts video is doing pretty well triple digits it's going viral it's going viral 160 views (laughs) we have like 190 or something right now which is why is it going up? Like, where is it coming from? You can actually check to see like where the it, views it's are being like from. it's it's like recommended content or something like that. It's so that's I mean that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube algorithm. All praise the algorithm. We should follow the algorithm. Yeah, we were just until shitting on it like die. two minutes ago. Now we're like live <laughs> for the algorithm. <laughs> Put the algorithm in your mouth and suck. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Take it away, Dana. Do one of those patented Dana rants. Um, I think it kind of like just to, in the same kind of subject matter. What we're going, it kind of sucks that like the internet is literally like four websites. It's like Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, and YouTube, and like that's all like any like major content is really aggregated to nowadays. Yeah, the problem with Reddit um, is that it's like a hundred websites, but it's just one website. Yeah, it ruined uh, the internet for me. Very, uh, I just go very on Reddit. Toxic uh, forums and org groups that shouldn't be there anymore. Like, the thing about Reddit, speaking of toxic, is I've kind of noticed this over the past couple weeks because we've been in a situation where there's a lot of uh, anger, a lot of, like, anguish, honestly. Like, there's we're, – we're both yeah. in video game communities, and there's some terrible stuff going on there, right now. Yeah, there's and, a lot of bad stuff. Um, I, I uh, My heart goes out to, like, the people who were affected by people who literally sex, – like, sexual assault is terrible. Uh, I don't think Absolutely. that's uh, – of course um, – and we're we're seeing we're we're seeing that like it's it's affecting obviously the victims, but like it's just affecting communities overall. Like people are angry, people are upset, people are sad, people are disappointed. 
But people are able to have conversations and just be frank and like actually like understanding, empathetic, except for on Reddit. Every no. single time I go on Reddit and like try to have a conversation, someone says something and then instead of someone just being like, you know what, I disagree, I think it should be this way. It's like, you are a fucking idiot. You are a douchebag. I hope like they don't do death threats, but it's like your life is is meaningless. And also, I'm going to find out where you live, who you work for, and I'm going to, you know. For some reason, Reddit, and, like, I, I guess it's based on the fact that, like, people on Reddit think they're smarter than people. Like, they just feel so in, so superior to, like, others on the platform that they instantly go as aggressive as possible. It's crazy yeah. to me. I mean, that's, that's like, from old school Reddit, though. Like, when it used to, like, people used to, used to be Reddit small community, but now Reddit's, like, what, like, the fourth biggest website in the universe? It's like, like, seventh in the U.S., I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Reddit has an anger problem, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, pretentiousness and whatnot. Speaking of pretentious, actually, this is this is a talking point I have. If you had to get a doctorate in anything, what would you get? Uh, money. You can't get a doctorate in money, you silly goose. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I like, can see you uh, as doctorate in philosophy. The next Aristotle. Beanology. What do you say? Uh, you can't get like beanology entomology. Bean and like I want to be a bean engineer. <laughs> Just the perfect bean. <laughs> Just making like the perfect beans, the perfect tasting. So, so not a philosopher, not like the next Aristotle. I just don't have interest in that stuff, to be honest. Like. Because I'll just sit there and think too much about things, and then just get like either pissed off or like, what's the point? You know, like isn't that like what you know, like the statue of the thinker? Yeah, just him really angry, but still in the thinking pose. Yeah, all those statues have their penises hanging out. <laughs> that's that's a requisite for philosophy. This is true. Imagine you must, imagine uh... just sitting on a rock nude and just like in a thinking pose. Um, I can do that. Yeah, I can think like that. I mean, I I probably could think like that, but like be a nude on a rock? Come on, <laughs> like nude in Iraq or well on both. Iraq. Nude in Iraq, I would rather not just be like randomly nude. like I don't like nude on an Iraq. I'm aware Iraq. of cities in Iraq, but I don't know anything about Iraq. I feel like it'd be bad. I feel like I should not be nude there. But anyway, also just on a rock, just like on a boulder. <laughs> it's not a good look. No, you're just chilling and you're nude on a on a boulder. Dude, it is so fucking hot. I'm sorry. I like have my air on it. I'm like sitting here like sweating fucking balls right now. That's like the one actual issue I have in my current new place is like there's air circulation issues, and I think it's also probably because I have a billion pieces of technology that are just heating everything up. I'm just like you're. You have like a game room you're in fucking right now. Like, is that like your own personal office or like? It, office slash bedroom so you're you have your bed in there yeah but you can't see it because uh that's that where the magic happens uh we're not on mtv cribs but if we were i would say those words <laughs> we gotta have a virtual home uh virtual homework podcast uh cribs edition so virtual home tours yeah so i'm like yo this is my mom's room <laughs> that's that's the way to do it <laughs> she's like in there and pissed it's like please yeah stop I, I was gonna have her like one time i told her i'm like hey like Later, just come in and just start screaming into the mic or say some crazy shit. Or be like, Dana, you have to go to bed now. But it never happened. I told you to take it away before, right? With with uh, with do one of those Dana rants. Uh, there's really nothing I'm pissed off about right now. D- just I'm in a good mood. Go, 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 um, go, 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 
go, go, go, go, uh, go, go. So I, I went to the grocery store the other day, and uh, they moved everything around, so I had to spend all this time finding stuff that I didn't know where it was. Like, they, there used to be in the back, and now it's, like, in a middle thing, and it took forever to find, and it was kind of inconveniencing. That's 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 about it. Someone... We talk about how The Witness was on sale for fucking $9 after it cost a million. I'm going to sue Steam for $70. $60. That's why I hate sales. And that, like honestly before I buy any game, I'll look at has it been on sale.com or whatever that website is. Yeah, I know exactly you know? what you're talking about. The issue is that we're on a time crunch. If I didn't we get do. you this game, you wouldn't have played it. We'd have to play it this week. And that's unfortunate. I got that game like 2 weeks in advance. Did you say like the next game we're playing is like on sale right now? Um, kinda, but at the same time, you're on sale. So Sam has been talking about some like game. He's like, "Oh man, we're going to play this game, it's coming out, and he won't tell me what it is, and, like, he's a, he, so we were going to, like, have, like, two weeks in a row of, like, different, like, schedules and stuff over this. Like, I'm still, like, what is it? All right, big reveal. That's my drum roll. Um, it was pretty terrible. It's Garfield Kart. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> I mean, I would play the shit out of Garfield. I, I got Garfield Kart. I actually legitimately did get Garfield Kart um, on Steam sale. It was like Can 50 cents out, instead of $5. It's probably one of the worst kart games I've ever played. It's not the worst because I do own Hello Kitty Cruisers. I played, uh, what's it called, that fucking... Uh, what's that snowboarding game you got for me? Uh, Trickstyle. I saw you played it. Uh, not the biggest fan. It wasn't as good as the ad I saw in the Dreamcast magazine? So, the thing is, you could be in first place and run out of time. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, didn't, and I, couldn't, I didn't process that information when you said it. I couldn't figure out, like, how to do tricks and shit. Like, you could literally just spin. That's it. And it was like, get 15,000 points to, to proceed. And I was just like, spin. Well, there you go. This is a two for one. This is Papers, Please, and, and Trick Style. I guess I can never put that on the podcast, ever. Wow. How dare you? Oh, was that, like, your game next week? No, and probably not. It actually was on the list, though. You ruined everything. Really? You ruined everything. Speaking of uh, Rune, though, how's what's the corona update? Uh, they just announced that Florida is the epicenter of the world of uh, coronavirus. Chill. It's like one one in three people in Florida are uh, have coronavirus, and they're opening Disney World. Did you see the trailer? It's like dystopian. No, no, they deleted the tweet. The because you saw like the one from like Disney Jobs or whatever this morning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They deleted and then that people tweet. People were making edit. People were making edits of it with like people dying and stuff. No, they, like <laughs> they put like the the us like horror horror movie like trailer music. Like they they literally had to delete that tweet because of how terrible it was, and that's hilarious to me how tone deaf they could be. Like. Uh, Disney California is not opening. They're like, yeah, it's a little too early. And like, you would think like Florida, given all their shit, like I understand. You know what all that is though? That's just them saying like, oh, there's less regulations. We actually don't give a fuck about people. We're just not opening up in California because the government won't let us. True, but like, yeah, Disney's evil. Who would have known? Like Disney, yeah, they make a lot of money from their theme parks being open. But like Disney has so much money. Is it worth it to like do this? Like this that's They're my question. Like, like on half capacity off movies right now. I mean people people like legitimately want to go to Disney World, which is the weird thing to me. Like I'm I'm just like maybe yeah. America deserves to burn. Uh but, but I don't I feel like given their amount of money in the bank and the fact that like people saw this and thought it was a literal horror movie trailer, like they could wait a little bit. 
they don't need this open it's literally the problem is that all these companies they don't give a fuck if the states can let them open they're going to be open i don't believe there's a single company out there right now that actually cares like oh we're doing this we're in this together it's like no if they could be open they would they would sacrifice lives for it like they don't give a fuck jesus that is a scathing review of corporate america by Mr. Dana over here. Mr. Dana. Call him Dr. Dana because he's going to get that beanology Mr. degree. You called me You called me a boy earlier, and I am a man. You're Mr. Boy. Mr. Boy. But, wow. Mr. Boy. What even is... What are you trying to say here? Mr. Boy. I can't continue this. Okay. <laughs>